So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business your relationships and your mindset if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post visit sixfigurephotography.com Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name is Ben Hartley. Thank you for joining. Uh, You know, every now and then I I jump into the intro and then my heart's beating. It's racing. It's going a million miles a minute as I'm trying to think about what to say next. And then it comes to this like calm where I just consider the fact that there's anybody listening. And, and I love the fact that uh, I just want to say thank you. Like, I'm so grateful the fact that there's anybody listening right now. Like, the, the fact that you're listening right now um, is just, it means so much to me. And so before I even get any further in this episode, I just want to say that I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you um, for, for tuning in, for paying any attention to me, for, for trusting me with your precious time right now. Uh, and so podcast listeners, I appreciate you so much. All right, podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick pause here in order to give a thank you to the supporters of the SFP podcast, because if you're listening, it likely means that you have a small business or you know someone who does. And if this is you, you are wearing far too many hats. And some of these hats are amazing, right? Like being a photographer, but some like filing taxes, running payroll, not so great. This is where Gusto comes in. This is the solution, you guys. Gusto, G-U-S-T-O, Gusto. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, HR actually easy for small businesses. I used to be on like an old school payroll processor from like 1982 and it was terrible. Gusto now has fast, simple payroll processing. Uh, This is the really cool thing. They automatically pay and file your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Um, They make like like W-2s, sending out 1099s, uh, incredibly easy to run. You guys, those old school clunky payroll providers, the one that I was on that I just left, uh, they just weren't built for the way that the small modern business uh, is meant to work, but Gusto is. You guys, no joke. I got really excited because I switched to Gusto before they contacted me uh, to come on as an advertiser. I'm like, this just makes sense. I actually use this thing. Um, The really cool thing, too, is everything is online, like the ability to sign, store, and organize all the employee documents. It's all online. It's all in one place. 
piece, you guys, let Gusto wear one of your many hats. Uh, it gets better because for you podcast listeners, you get the first three months free when you run your first payroll. Try this demo out for yourself at gusto.com forward slash photo. That's gusto.com, G-U-S-T-O forward slash photo. Listen, the purpose of what I'm up to with any content that I deliver uh, is to help you grow your business. And um, sometimes I go the route of kind of personal development, right? Of like pouring into yourself. Other times it's very business strategy. Um, and then all, large and large, it's, it's for photographers, right? Like this is for the creative community. How can I help you grow your business and I've got, you know, I've gotten the opportunity over the last few years to interview some incredible people. Uh, but today, you're just going to hear from me. Um, so, podcast listeners, I have a um, a mastermind group of other photographers, and I want to invite you to it. Actually, um, it's called the Six Figure Photography uh, Mastermind Group. Right? It's pretty pretty uh, straightforward. Um, and I want to invite you to it because it's a great community of photographers um, that I get to be really active with. I get to engage, ask questions, do live videos in there. And recently, I asked the question uh, that that kind of set the trajectory of this podcast episode. And I reached out to the mastermind community. And I said, listen, if you could hear me kind of rant about any particular topic, you know, I'd love to hear what would you like to hear me talk about on the episode? And I had so many um so many great ideas that came through, but there was a couple that got a lot of attention and I wanted to share those with you guys. Uh, so let me pull this up here. So for starters, a big shout out to Jason Vincent. Jason Vincent, he started this and he said, Ben, what is the best game plan to grow your business in the slow season? And that got a lot of attention, a lot of hearts, a lot of likes, and it was followed up. It was revoiced um, by Scott Johnson. Scott Johnson says, Ben, how do, how do you deal with the downturn in the wedding industry? Right? Or maybe that's just a UK thing. So the week, there's kind of these um, paralleling ideas. One is like the slow season, the downturn. Like when when things are slow, like what, like what are you doing? What are you up to? What? How do you occupy your time to prepare and to grow? What are the seeds that you need to plant in order to have an amazing uh, uh, season of, of of reaping down the road? What do you need to do? And so um, that's what we're going to talk about today. It's like, what do you do during the during kind of like the slow seasons, during the lulls, right? Now, I'm out here in Columbus, Ohio, and we are hitting a winter. We're about to head into this holiday season, and so a lot of couples are going to be getting engaged. There's a lot of family sessions going on for Christmas cards and, and that kind of stuff, but it's for large, I mean, large in part, the shooting is not going to be super active. We're about to hit a, a bit of a slow season. And so this is what we're going to talk about today. Now, before we get any further ahead, I want to invite you guys to become a part of the Mastermind community. It's a free community, right? So all you got to do is you go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash mastermind. Okay, sixfigurephotography.com forward slash mastermind. Um, you'll just am answer a couple quick questions like how you heard about it um, and then and then hop in there. And I'd love to I'd love to see you in there. I'd love to engage with you there. But that's, that'd be my first invitation. Um so let's jump in. Let's kind of talk about um, what on earth do you do, uh, whether it's a, a slow season just because of the, the, the time of the year, the season that you're in, or it's a slow season because the, the phone's not ringing, right? Like you don't have leads coming in the door. There's a downturn in the industry. Um, like what do you do, right? So 
I think if you were to ask this question, even to me, you know, probably on a, on a whim, I would say like, well, you market, you, you, you ramp up, you, when you're not shooting, you work on the business, you work in the business on, on your marketing and your, and your pricing. Um, it's like when you don't have clients in the door, you, you work on ways to get clients in the door. And that's great. That's a, that's a fine answer. But I think it's also, well, what does that look like? And, and maybe is that the thing that you would need? Um, and so I think the number one thing that you need to ask is, um, is what's the plan? Right, you've got to have a plan, and this actually paralleled with a couple of the questions. Some people, when I asked in the mastermind group, what should you talk about? Some people were talking about productivity, like how do you stay pro productive, and how do you how do you stay productive when you feel like you're doing stuff but you're not actually doing stuff? And so I actually want to pump the brakes on this because I think the default answer is well, when you're not shooting, once it's a lull season, you you work on what you need, what seeds you need to plant in order to build the business for next year, and that's great. But I want you guys to actually be really engaged with me on this episode, and I'd love for you to pull out a pen and a paper. We're gonna do a little like workshop and write. Now, okay, uh, so so if you're driving the car, maybe don't do this. Maybe you can revisit this episode. But we're gonna do a little workshop, and this is gonna be an interactive episode uh, today because I don't just want to tell you like, well, you're gonna start running Facebook ads, or I don't just want to tell you you're gonna start, you know, you should revalue your pricing and 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 kind of raise your numbers up. And I don't want to tell you that you need to start a Facebook group and start pouring into you know your potential leads and and kind of fostering them and 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 uh, what's what's the word? Um, oh, there's a word that's there. Uh, I'll think of it later. I was yelled out randomly in the episode. Um, but I don't want to just kind of give you a prescription without us diagnosing what actually could be done, right? The default for me is to just prescribe you need to be working on your marketing. I think that's what everybody says. Revisit your website, work on your marketing. And I, I, I want to be a little bit more tactful with that. Let's, let's take some time and let's diagnose. And so I've got four really clear questions for you guys to consider in diagnosing what you ought to be working on in your business when it's, uh, when it's a slow season. So uh, this is something, the, these four questions, actually I learned these questions over the last year, over the last year, you guys, um, I've been getting trained as a life coach. I've been getting trained as a transformational coach. And it's something that I've in injected into the way that I communicate with photographers that I'm mentoring, uh, that I'm coaching with. And these four questions is something that I learned while I was being trained as a transformational coach. I, I uh, took a number of trips out to California. I was working in um, Santa Rosa uh, with an amazing company taking new ground. And one of the, it was, it was a crazy experience. I have to tell you guys, the first time I learned these four questions, I was trembling. So one of the practices that we would do um, under taking new ground as I was getting trained as a transmissional coach is I would actually have to coach. I would have to sit in like a coaching session with one of my mentors, right? So he would he would sit across from me and he would give me a more or less like a scenario and we would like role play and I would, I would have to actually coach him. It was, it was terrible. I mean, it was, I was so nervous. I was, I was, I was terrified really. I was, I was, I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, I was sweating. I didn't know what to say. I'm looking, you know, in the eyes of the person that I like look up to the most and, and he's expecting me to be able to coach him him <laughs> oh my goodness um and by the way him and her there was multiple people and so oh it was so hard and at the end of it he asked me four questions right and these four questions were so poignant in helping me to actually understand what i needed to be doing to improve what i needed to be doing to move the needle right in my coaching practice and these same four questions that i'm about to share with you are going to be the same four questions that you need to ask yourself in order to understand what do you need to do to to move the needle 
Okay. And I've never forgotten these questions because I, I, and I also didn't even know how to answer them to be honest. But when I finished and I botched it, you guys, I got to tell you, I botched my little, like my role-playing coaching session. Um, and I got to the end of it and I was so glad I got to the end of it. And then as I sat there, just kind of like head down, like thinking, oh my goodness, that was the worst. He asked me these four questions and, and one at a time I, I had to wrestle with even, how do I even answer this? And so I think it's really important um, that you that you do sit with this and, and I kind of maybe walk you through and give you some different prompts and ideas to consider as I ask you these questions. So let's do it. Uh, pens out. Um, pens out, everybody. Piece of paper out. The very first question that I want you to consider um, is as you look back at your previous season of business, as you look back at the last year, right, we're hitting into the end of 2019, as you look back at what you did across the year, here's the very simple question. What worked? And as you consider the question of what worked, I, I want you to actually look macro. I don't want you to just consider what worked within your business, right? So, so what worked within your business? We'll start with that. And let's, I'm going to give you some different ideas and some prompts. What equipment worked for you? You know, like, was there certain lenses that just you found yourself continually going to? You have a full selection, but you find yourself continually going to these certain lenses. Is there a lighting setup that you found like, man, this this lighting setup, it really worked. Um, and you can go things in your business of lead generation. Were there certain practices that you did in your business to generate leads that worked for you? Write those down. What were some of the things? Were there, were there vendors that um, the partnerships that you had, the relationships that were formed in those vendor communities that worked? Um, your editing style. Is there, is there maybe a new tweak approach to editing? Um, maybe it sped up your workflow or maybe it was something that clients, you, they gave you amazing feedback on. Um, what worked within your website? What are you proud of about your website? Are there certain plugins that you introduced this year that... Um, that gave you great results or did something really kind of exciting and different that differentiated you uh, and your business. Um, and so um, how, what about cash flow? What worked in regards to cash flow, the way that you manage your money? What worked in the way that you set up your, your bank accounts? There's so many things that we can consider when what worked, but I want you to go macro because I want you to consider also out th things outside of your business. Let's go into your, your actual personal life and your relationships. What worked this year with your friendships? What worked this year with your marriage? Um, maybe you were able to ha spend some great time together with your husband or with your wife. Maybe you guys started doing um, biweekly dates. Maybe um, maybe you started actually getting a, a counseling or, or coached. Or maybe you just started um, talking to each other more. I don't know. Maybe you started going to bed at the same time together. I, I, I don't know what it worked. But what worked this year with your relationships? What worked with your time at home? Um, what worked with... Um, it was setting aside retirement money. And there's so many aspects to your life and your business. It's a, it's a huge question. This is why you need to sit aside, give yourself a half hour to just sit and to journal and to consider, man, what worked this last year? What was something that I was, that I was proud of that, that, that I'm excited? Let's go back to the business, the client experience, the experience that you gave your clients. What worked within that? Maybe, by the way, this doesn't mean that the whole thing was perfect. Maybe the whole client experience didn't, like there, there's things that could improve, but maybe you're like, you know, sending out that thank you card the day that they booked, that really worked. I saw great 
um, response from that. That was something that getting it out the exact day, uh, that worked so well, and I'm glad I did that. Uh, maybe it's even in the, the emails that you were sending. Maybe you've got a certain like docket of emails. You've got canned responses. And maybe there's certain emails that like you, you, you received a great response, um, great feedback from leads and from clients about. So what worked with that? What boundaries did you set that really worked for you in your life and your business? It's a huge question, you guys, and this is why you need to really consider it and brainstorm. Maybe you also need to have a conversation uh, with a partner of yours, right? So maybe you've got a business partner, you've got a romantic partner, um, and bounce this off of them. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm considering this, I'm journaling this, I'm trying to consider what worked this year, and I'd love for feedback. These are some of the things that I, I jotted down, and I'd love feedback from you. What worked this year for us? What did you see that worked well for me? As you look into my life, was there anything that you know is different that really worked for me, that you saw a change in me, a shift in me? And I remember when I was getting coached at the end of the call or at the end of my conversation with the guy that I was coaching, he asked me, okay, Ben, what worked during this coaching conversation? What did you feel worked? And I remember initially I was just like, God, nothing worked. That whole thing tanked. And I knew that wasn't true. And so I had to consider, well, what, maybe it's just a nugget. Maybe there was one little thing that worked, right? Maybe that, maybe I was able to have a little bit of a sense of humor during my conversation. Well, that's something I should hold on to. That's something that worked for me during that. I understand the year was rough, you guys. My coaching call that I did was rough. But what, what stood out? What did work for me, okay? So consider that. And now the next question. Let's go into the next question, you guys. There's four questions. Let's take you to the second question. As you're trying to figure out what do you do during this off season, because we're going to get somewhere with this. What did not work? Question number two, man, what just fell on its face? What did not work? And you, you're probably going to start to do these same things at the same time. You, you know, as you start thinking about what worked immediately, your, your lizard brain is telling you all the things that didn't work. You know what I mean? Like all of that, that like your, your ego and while you're trying to consider what worked is just like, well, that didn't work and that didn't work. So that's fine. Create the list side by side. What worked and what didn't work? What equipment has bombed for you, right? So we use, uh, at Stoutstar, we use um, a couple different flash systems. And the Go I love Godox, but on Fuji, Godox has so many issues. The Godox flash system has so many issues on the Fuji cameras. And so the Godox flash system did not work for us this year. I'm tired of it. It did not work. What else didn't work? Um, we had a couple, uh, we had a, the 90 millimeter focal length for us on the Fuji system. It just was a lens that really didn't work for us. We bought a few of them uh, for the team and we just found ourselves always um, uh, like turning a blind eye to it, not grabbing it from our bag. It didn't really work out. It's probably gonna be a lens that we're gonna get rid of this year, right? Um, so maybe we could consider that. Let's, let's talk about maybe your workflow. What didn't work for you? Did you find yourself just continually head down, editing nonstop, buried in work, not seeing your family? Maybe that didn't work for you. Maybe you've got to come up with some outsourcing solutions, right? So what didn't work? Let's consider um, your website. Was your website converting leads? People, you know, you should take a look at the back of your Google Analytics. You can see how many visitors you're having actually hit your site, visit your site, your site. <laughs> How many were converting? What were your ratio there? How many were just were, were dodging out? You could look at also your bounce rate. Is your bounce rate in like one second? Were people leaving your website in a single second? Maybe that's not working out for you. What didn't work on your website? Now, this is the really challenging one, but what's not working at home? Is there unrest at home? What's not working with your relationships, with your kids, 
what's not working with your relationship with your husband, with your wife, right? And I'm not saying the whole thing's not working, but maybe there's a component where you just find yourself continually getting short with them uh, on certain occasions. What's not working with your habits, you know? Like uh, sleeping habits, um, drinking habits. What's not working with your waking up habits, with the way that you take care of your body, with your exercise, with your diet? What's not working with that? And what is working, right? Consider both of these things. What's not working with the way that you manage your money, you manage your cash flow? What's not working with the way that you take time off to, to give to your family and your friends and yourself? What's not working with that, right? So the first question is what worked? The second question is what did not work? And I remember as I sat across from my mentor who I had just attempted to coach in this role-playing experience, and then he got to the second question. He said, Ben, what didn't work? And that's when the laundry list came out, right? Like I had so many things to tell him that didn't work from that experience. And it was important for me to voice it. And it's even more important for you to write it down. There is power in writing down, physically writing things down, committing things from pen to paper. It does something, it, it ingrains it, it channels it. It, it, it changes the way that it's written neurologically into your mind. And so write this, commit it to paper, get it out there, right? Voice it. Um, what didn't work? My daughter woke up uh, in the middle of the night last night um, with terrible nightmares and and she's, you know, this morning she's like, she's still shooken by it. And I told her, I said, hey, B, voice this to me. What would, tell me about it. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's get it out there. Let's address it. Let's tell me what the nightmare was. She didn't want to talk about it, right? When you don't talk about things, when you don't voice it, when you don't write it down, when you don't consider it, it's staying inside of you. Okay, all of that, it's coming back up in 2020. So let's get it out, let's voice it, and let's write it down. And my advice to you is the same, um, is ask for feedback. Feedback is an amazing thing. It's a humbling experience, right? But go to a loved one, go to a partner, go to a business partner, go to somebody who knows you best, a friend or a family member, and can say, hey, I would love feedback for this year. As you looked at my life, as you looked at the things that I complained about, what would you say didn't work for me? And sit back and don't say right? Accept the feedback as it comes to you because your ego and your resistance and your pride is going to well up because they're going to say something like, Ben, what really didn't work is uh, I didn't see you much. Your time management, it just it wasn't working. And you're going to want to flip the table and, 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 and off and get defensive and suggest something. And so just accept it. Just, just sit with it. Sit with that feedback. What didn't work, okay? So you're going to have a list of a lot of things that worked, and you're going to list a lot of things that didn't work. And this is going to take us now to question three and to question four, right? And again, what we're getting to is what do I do in the off season? What do I do when the leads aren't there, when I'm not shooting, right? What do I do? We're getting to that. We have to get clear before we can just say we need to market. We need to get clear instead of what, what are the solid things that we can double down on? What are the things that aren't working out? And so the third question let me let me go the other way with this. I so I get to the third question again. I'm uh, I'm role playing with my mentor, you know, and he had me just try to coach him in his life, and he's offering me feedback. And so the third question that he asked me was, "Okay, Ben, you've told me what worked and you told me what didn't work. Now, what I want you to tell me is what was wanted. What was wanted? Okay. And this is one that I didn't even understand what he meant. I was like, well, "What do you mean? What is wanted?" What is wanted? I don't know. What, what does that mean? And I, I, I poked back. I was like, what do you, what? <laughs> and he said, well, what is wanted? What is wanted from me? And what was wanted from you? If you were to go back, what would be wanted? What is wanted from you? What is wanted from me? And so let's consider this with your business, with your life.
look, we're going to stay on theme here and keep talking about giving you guys solutions for all the things that are terrible to do. Um, so you guys remember when you started your small business, right? Like it was no small fee. Uh, you're spending uh, late nights, early mornings, the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, uh, ever since then, you've been insanely busy, right? And so one of the biggest challenges uh, is invoicing and it's accounting, Right. Let's make things a little bit easier in 2019. Our friends at FreshBooks have a solution. FreshBooks, this is invoicing and accounting software designed specifically for you as small business owners. It's simple, it's intuitive, and it keeps you way more organized than the dusty shoebox filled with crumpled receipts. You can create and send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds. And then the best part is uh, get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. Uh, I love that part. File expenses even quicker. Uh, keep them perfectly organized for tax time. And the best part is this. Like, as your business continues to grow, which it will in 2019, let's be honest, you're going to always have the tools that you need when you need them without ever having to like figure out or learn all this accounting shenanigans, right? So you guys... 24 million people are using FreshBooks. Try it out for 30 days free. There's no credit card required. There's no catch. Uh, go to freshbooks.com forward slash photography, freshbooks.com forward slash photography, and then enter six figure photography in the section where asked, how did you hear about FreshBooks, right? Make sure you get that part down. When it asks, how did you hear about FreshBooks, enter six figure photography, you're going to get your first 30 days free. I'm excited for you guys to check out FreshBooks. All right, let's get back to the show. As I ask this question of what's wanted, look at what you want in your life. What is it that you actually wanted? That, that you looked at 2019 and you're like, well, sh- <laughs> okay, fine. You've got a whole laundry list of things that didn't work. So what's wanted in your life? If you could, if you could consider it, what's wanted? Right? Well, I want 30 weddings. I want to spend time with my family. I want to be able to come home and have dinner with my, with my kids every day. I want uh, to be able to raise my prices, okay? And so consider this for yourself. What is wanted for you? And then consider what is wanted for the people that are closest to you. What 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 does your family want from you? Generate some empathy in you and consider the people that are closest to you, your wife, your husband, your family, your kids, your business partner. What is wanted by them from you? Okay, and it's not that you're not delivering on it. It's not that uh, you failed to. Maybe you you stumbled your way through it. But what do they want from you? Okay, what is wanted in your life and in the people that are connected to you? Consider that. What is wanted? All right. Um, Does that make sense? I hope I hope that makes sense. Right. What do you actually want when you consider the life? Is it I want to go full time? I want to quit my day job. I only want to be shooting weddings. I want to be able to provide for my family in a way that they feel secure. I, this is what I want. And write it. Commit it to paper. Write this down. Okay? What is wanted? All right. And so, uh, fine. I, I answered that question to the person that I was, um, I was coaching at the time. What, what was wanted? What was wanted from them? What is wanted from me? And the fourth question that he asked me was, Look, that's great that you wanted that. That's great that you thought that I wanted that. And now, what is absolutely needed. Okay. It's great that you wanted those things. Okay. What is needed? If you want that, if you say you want that, what is needed? Okay. What will it take to get to what you say you want? What is needed in order to get to what you say that you want? 
Okay, so what is needed? This is the fourth question you'd ask yourself. Question number one is what worked this year in your business, in your personal life? Question number two is what did not work? Okay, question number three, write this down. What do I want? What is wanted? What is wanted for me? What is wanted from me, from my family, from my kids? What do they want from me? What do my kids want from their dad? Okay, and then question number four is what is needed? What is needed in order to actually do this? What is needed from me? What do I need to do? Because here's the thing, you guys. Um, everybody says they want shit. Everybody says, yeah, I want I want a full calendar wedding. I want 20 weddings and I want to shoot them at $10,000 a wedding. I want to go full time with this. I want to quit my day job. I want to be home for dinner by four. I want to lose weight. I want to, uh, I want to be, um, I want to work on myself. I, I'd like to work on my personality. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. And that's great. And you can say that you want stuff all you want, but what will it take to make the changes necessary to get what you say you want? Because that's when the rubber hits the road. And what we say we want may not be what we actually want because we're not willing to put in the work. What is actually going to be needed? What's going to be required of me to get what I say that I want? That's a, that's a whole other thing. People say we want things all the time. Okay, but then so let's consider what we want based off of what worked and what didn't work. And let's consider what is actually needed of me. How am I going to have to show up in my life to get what I say that I want? Because my guess is, uh, there's a great quote, and I, I'm going to butcher it here for a second. I don't even know what it is. But uh, the life that you say that you want is going to cost you the life that you have. Let me say that again. The life that we say that we want it will cost us the life that we have. You are going to have to change up a whole lot of stuff, a whole lot more than just starting to run Facebook ads for your business, okay? This is why I can't just say, we need to start marketing our business during the off season. Actually, you need to consider how you're showing up in life and how it's actually giving you the results that you have received, okay? So all the stuff that didn't work, it, it, it came to you by the way that you were showing up in life, okay? So let's consider how do I need to show up? What is needed of me to show up uh, in order to get what I say that I want? All right. And that's uh, let's go. That's the macro kind of statement. And so uh, let's consider then the in the very business practice of this. So I want more clients. OK. And what was not working for me? Well, so let's talk about maybe let's let's kind of role play this for a second. Um, let's say that what worked is vendor relationships this year. Vendor relationships were great uh, and it worked really well. What did not work was I could not understand Facebook ads, I could not understand Instagram ads, and I could not understand bridal shows. I tried to run Facebook ads and I just lost money. I tried to go to a bridal show and I feel like I wasted time and money, okay? And what's wanted is I need more clients. What's wanted is clients. I need clients, okay? Well, then what's what's going to be needed? What's going to be required of me to get what I say that I want? Well, I'm going to have to start to understand better how to how to actually do bridal shows the right way. And I'm going to have to understand Facebook ads. OK, and so uh, let's write those things down. Maybe those are a couple of things I can be working on in my off season. I can get educated on um properly running a bridal show. I can get educated on Facebook ads. OK, and so you can start to get really clear with that. And what is that going to take? What's that going to take to actually do that? Is that going to be YouTube videos? Is that going to be purchasing a, an education course? Is that going to be going to someone, a peer, and who's who's doing great at that and, and going to them and saying, hey, we, can we talk about this? Can we sit down and have a conversation about this? But what is it going to take? Okay? It's just a quick little example of maybe one thing. But those are the four questions that you need to ask yourself. And, and it's it's what worked, what didn't work, 
what is wanted from you and the people closest to you, and then what is what's actually needed in order to to get you what you say you want. I'm going to keep poking the bear on that one. You guys, you say you want a whole lot of things, and then what's needed is you're not willing to put in the work. What's needed is you're not willing to change the habits that you've created over your life. What's needed is you're not willing to change how you show up. It will cost you the life that you have to get the life that you want, okay? That's what you should be doing in your downtime. That's when you look at this off season, this is, these are the four questions you need to ask yourself. And it will tell you exactly what you need to be doing, okay? It'll tell you exactly what you need to be doing. And I'm going to end with this because, I, listen, we're all about growing your business. I'm all about helping you grow your photography business. And yet, sometimes, if not always, the best way to grow your photography business is to get, is to get straight with your personal life is to get clear with the way that you show up for yourself, you show up for your family, the way that you show up for your husband, your wife, and your kids. Sometimes like that's actually the best thing you can do. There's a, an amazing gentleman by the name of Jim Rohn. If you don't know who Jim Rohn is, I encourage you to go take a look. He's passed uh, now, but he was actually, um, uh, 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 I just blanked on like the, Tony Robbins. Thank you. I just blanked on like the biggest like uh, dude out there. He's He was Tony Robbins' coach. And Jim Rohn says that, uh, if you work on your business, you will make a salary. If you work on your business during the off season, you will go into 2020 and you will make a salary. But if you work on yourself in this off season, you will make a fortune, okay? Now, it's not as cut and dry as that. It's, it's, it's not as black and white. These things can happen together. But don't underestimate the power that these four questions have in actually um, personal development, in, in interpersonal development with the people that are closest to you, right? As I look at some of the darkest times in my photography business, the bleakest times, the times when the needle is not moving, the times when things are, are slow and there's a lull, it's usually directly tied to unrest at home. It's usually directly tied to um, things not going really well with me and my wife or me and my kids or, or me and myself and my own habits that I have, right? And so uh, interpersonal relationship problems uh, are, are one of the big things that I encourage you guys uh, to wrestle with as you consider these four questions. So you got a podcast. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning in, um, to this episode. I appreciate you so much. I, again, I want to invite you, uh, into the mastermind group. I'm going to drop these four questions into the mastermind group as well. If you want to join the community where we can continue this, this dialogue, this conversation, uh, it's sixfigurephotography.com forward slash mastermind. It's a free community, uh, and a whole lot of other like-minded photographers. I'm active in there as much as I possibly can. Uh, wrestling with these questions, answering things, asking questions of you, uh, and just being in the work with you guys on the daily. And so sixfigurephotography.com forward slash mastermind. You guys, thank you for listening to today's episode. If I don't see you in the mastermind group, well, then hopefully you hear my beautiful caramel chocolate voice <laughs> on the next episode of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Bye, everybody.